Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, folks. Welcome to the LaughSpin podcast. I'm Mike with Dylan Godino, LaughSpin.com editor-in-chief. What's up, buddy? Not too much, Mike. What's up with you? I'm sick today. You're sick? Do you have uh, do you have a, a, a surplus of, of mucus in and around your head and face area? I do, and that, that most of it is caused by the large amounts of orange juice I've been drinking and just sweating constantly. It's great. I feel like I, I, I feel like fucking John Goodman over here. Why Why are you uh, sweating constantly? Because of your because you're are you running a fever? No, I'm not running a fever. I'm just sweating out bad stuff. I I'm like have like eight layers on right now. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I see that. You got a nice hoodie on. Uh, so you're not, it's not that you're cold, it's that you're trying to sweat. Uh, you Is that a, that's a, you're wearing a Penn State's hoodie? I am. That's very nice. I'm, I'm, and it also makes me sweat because I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, child molestation humor. Yay, rim shots. <laughs> Yay, rim, yes, rim well, shots. whatever. Hey, you know what, though? It's Tis the season, sir. It's it's Thanksgiving and all. It's true. It's true. Oh, you mentioned John Goodman. You, had, you haven't seen Argo by any chance, have you? No. You got to check that out. Any good? Oh, it's so good. Yeah? It is excellent. It's not, it's not, I know we're not talking comedy right now, but it's, uh, it's so good. Okay. All right. I like, I, I like uh, a lot of the things that you like, so I'll, I'll check it out. I'll go right. on your word. I'll go on your word. That's, that's well, it's sure. not, I mean, I know you, you like a lot of the stuff I like. This, this is not exactly black cock though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, this is, we're just talking a movie at this point. A movie. Uh, welcome to the Last Bin Podcast, where we talk black cocks, and uh, and we are part of the All Things Comedy Network. Uh, all Things Comedy, a lot of stuff going on, always as always in the All Things Comedy Network. Sam Tripoli hosts the Naughty Show, the number one adult comedy party on the web, as they say. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how he does that. I think I don't I don't think I'd be able to do something like that because I can't I can't separate. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do anything except, like, gawk at porn. Because it's like a show, like, with porn stars and and, right. stu- and stuff. And stuff. Which is great. But I don't, I, I don't know. Good, f- good for him. Yeah. I would love to be able to say to somebody with a straight face for once, so what did it feel like when you stuck that up your ass? Like, I would love to be able to do that <laughs> without having to <laughs> deal with all, like, you know, all that red tape bullshit. Right, um, right. So Sam Tripoli hosts the Naughty Show, and uh, it's uh, weekly episodes stream live, available audio and video. Um, and how do you pronounce this guy's name? Is it Jason Tybalt? Tybalt? Uh, I'm not looking at the. I'm not looking Are at these the porno plugs. people. Jason Tybalt, Vicky Pezza, and Gareth Reynolds. I don't know who those people are. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, they have those on. They have the, them on the show, as, as as well as a variety of guests ranging from comedians, adult film stars, actors, writers, rock stars, rappers, and crazy characters. Bring the wood. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Way to go! I, I'm reading plugs. All right, how many more plugs do we have? Because this one more. Is, okay. okay, one more. Ready? Yeah. The Bone Zone. Nice. Oh, that's uh, Brendan Brendan Walsh's podcast. He's awesome. Bone saw is ready. Uh, the Bone Zone features Brendan Walsh, Randy Ledicky. Is that right? Well, I, I, don't, I don't know. I know him. I know Brendan. 
I should know that. And Davy Johnson. Right. He stepped into the bone zone. Two new additions. <laughs> Two new additions to the All Things Comedy Network. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the porno one sounds fun. I'm, I'm going to check that one out for sure. The Naughty Show. Yeah. The yeah. Naughty Show. I love the name, too. That's cool. Naughty. Uh, so that's a big shout out to a couple of new folks on the All Things Comedy Network. Thank you very much again, All Things Comedy, for having us aboard, and we welcome the two new shows on on the ATC Network. Um, Yay! Yay! Getting bigger by the moment, man. I love it. I fucking love it. Um, but before before we were talking about, yeah, Thanksgiving's this week, dude. This is, oh this is yeah, awesome. this is my favorite holiday. I don't know about you. Is it really? Oh, this is this is gonna be good. I uh, we might yeah, oh, this is gonna be excellent. Okay, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, you might be whether you watch whether you watch this, you're not watching shit. Whether you listen to this before or after Thanksgiving, I think you'd, you'd still appreciate that. So <clears throat> the fact that this is our official Thanksgiving episode. Um, okay, I, I'm dying to know. Uh, I think I think we do have differing opinions on 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 this, so I'm dying to know why Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday. Go because you don't have to do anything. It's great. You you don't fucking... have to do anything. I'm already disagreeing with you. You don't have to do anything. You sit there and you eat and you you know hang with your family. You fall asleep, watch football. That's it. You do that over and over again. That's it. Okay. You don't have to get any presents. You don't have to do shit. That I mean that the part with no presents. That I mean that that's amazing. I love that. So you don't. So you obviously. I mean, you don't. You, you're not doing any cooking. You're just showing up and eating, and then being uh, no. and then being a nuisance. <laughs> I'm the life of the party, Dick. I'm. I ain't no goddamn nuisance. No. <laughs> no. I, I. No. I'm. I'm not. Uh, you're, you don't no, do any I'm cooking, cooking whatsoever. Fuck well, that. that's good. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Well, no, wait. So wait. You do. I mean, we th- this year we are. This year we're actually. Uh, I my mom got the turkey. We're bringing the turkey here. We're cooking it and bringing it back to my parents' house. Uh, huh? Well, we we I I I wanted to take a little bit of pressure off of her. Uh, so well, that's uh, nice of you. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. But and then very unorthodox, then, but very nice. Very what? <laughs> unorthodox, but very nice. Still the same. Un- unorthodox for me because I'm not nice. No. No. Anyway, go. <laughs> oh, oh, logistically. Logistically Correct. speaking, right. I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, it's a little uh it doesn't make sense logically. Um, but um all right. I okay, fine. I I it, it's not nearly as stressful as uh as Christmas. Christmas oh. I, I, Christmas I want I I want I I, I want to die. I I hate Christmas. I hate it. The war on Christmas has begun, man. It's over-commercialized. It's done. It's over. It's stupid. The, the, the true meaning has been lost. And this this whole thing with Thanksgiving now being all about Black Friday, which is completely racist, if you ask me. True. Um, I just I can't stand the fact that now Thanksgiving is got its is in the crosshairs of commercialism, and it's like no, leave it alone. I actually think it's enough that they had to add a third football game. I think two football games is enough, <laughs> and that's coming from a football fan. Like. Two football games, a Thanksgiving meal, and hang with your family. If you hate your family, who gives a fuck? Sit at home, eat your turkey dinner, and fucking watch two football games and fall asleep. That is a that is a holiday. That is an American gorgeous holiday. The, the, you what, what, what you just described, the second the second uh, option is gorgeous. My my you dream. You like your family? Is that what it is? What? You don't like your family? Is I like my I like my family. I do like my family, but it's you know. Uh, it, it it just gets it gets tense. Uh, 
you know, I'm, I, I come from a, a very loud Italian family who, do. who does not, you know, they, they wear their emotions on their sleeves and that's, that's all well and good. But, you know, it's those good, you know, Catholic Irish families that just keep all their feelings to themselves and never go to therapy and, uh, you and know, that's when, a, yeah. that's when a brawl breaks out. After, <laughs> and, that's, and, you know, every so often a brawl breaks out, but like, then that's it. You know, you dust yourself off and, you know, you have a few drinks. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, um, over sentimentalizing something I, I know nothing about. The uh, one thing I hate about Thanksgiving in the past, I, I don't think we, we actually, this would be the, one of the first that we don't have to deal with it. Although I am working Thanksgiving, which sucks. Oh, um, oh. Uh, but um, one of the things that I I couldn't stand about Thanksgiving in the past was the annual parading in of the old people. <laughs> that fucking annoyed the shit. Out. Like it was so like annoying where they would bring in the people from you know great grandparents or whatever from the the I was about to say homeless shelter <laughs> from the retirement communities. They bring them in and you'd you'd fake some conversation for a little while and then ship them back. And up, oh, well, see you next year. See you at Christmas or whatever. <laughs> oh my God, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, but, in my uh, in my in yeah, my family yeah. in my family we don't ship anybody off to retirement homes uh, or old people's homes because we feel bad about that. Instead, what we do is we have them live with us, and we're just miserable. No. Oh. So that that's how. That's how you. That's what my that's what my that's what my parents did anyway. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to repeat that though. (laughs) But um, but yeah, Thanksgiving is is here, and uh, as I said, I'm working this year, and and with my brand new wife, uh, she gave me a wonderful treat because she knows that I'm such a big fan of Thanksgiving, and she knows that I'm gonna be working for most of the day, so I won't. I'll probably miss dinner. Um, she actually cooked me my own personal thanksgiving dinner it was great wow turkey full full turkey stuffing mashed potatoes um cream corn with jalapenos in it which is fucking amazing wow um biscuits apple pie pumpkin pie ice cream the whole nine it was fucking awesome it was amazing i had it on sunday i had off the whole day it was great it was just a great day that's that's adorable yeah let's let's see if you guys are doing that in five to six years (laughs) <laughs> that's what everybody says <laughs> oh man uh, i'm just i'm just uh you know appreciating every moment now because no. i know it, I, I already said we've, we've said multiple times you know it's days like this that we that i just hate our unborn kids already <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come and ruin all of this <laughs> yeah i mean i'm uh, i'm afraid to laugh too loud because i have <laughs> i have two kids in the i have two kids like uh like 10 uh, not even 10 yards for me yeah yeah we we uh you know it's it's a we're in a good place where we can hate them enough now to when they actually come we have we, we're forced to love them i guess whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. no it's it's all right the state mandates it yeah um, yeah so everybody has their own little Thanksgiving uh, stories and traditions and so forth. Um, myself, we we uh, we usually pick. We do a um, a grab bag for who gets who what present. We have a very large family, so who gets who gives who what present for Christmas. We always pick that at Thanksgiving. That's a little tradition we have, which is always fun. Um, so you're only stuck getting one gift for somebody in the family. Smart. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I don't know. Do you have any kind of uh, Thanksgiving traditions that everybody does? Or is no. Get drunk and pass out. No, nobody drinks, which I think is part of the problem. Nobody in my family drinks. Oh yeah, that is part of the problem. So we just we just overeat, and uh, you know that's it. Okay, well there you go. But uh, Larry <laughs> David has his own. <laughs> Larry David has uh, some fond Thanksgiving memories. I'm sure. I'm sure you do as well. I'm talking to you, yes, the listener. And if you would like to send in some of your funny Thanksgiving stories or memories or whatever, give us an email. Give us a Twitter. Uh, you know, you know the places to go. Laughbin, Laughbincom, as and Twitter as well as dylan at lastbin.com send them send them the stories we'll have some fun with that next week um but uh larry david has this has a little story about his uh thanksgiving growing up and i have that now and let's uh let's listen here you go what i didn't get about thanksgiving was that it was the only day of the year we had turkey if it was so good how come we were eating chicken three times a week what was so special about turkey to me it was just a bigger chicken and why did turkey have stuffing and not chicken? What was stuffing anyway? Was it part of the turkey? And if it was part of the turkey, how come it wasn't part of the chicken? The whole thing was, was very confusing. But one thing I could count on every Thanksgiving, and you could bank on it, was at the beginning of the meal, my mother saying, Larry and I like the dark meat. That's the one thing we had in common, dark meat. And then she'd start belittling all the white meat eaters at the table. I don't know how anyone can eat it, it's so dry. I think you're crazy. She'd say to my cousin Arthur, why didn't you try the dark meat? Try it. Try the dark meat. Leave me alone, Rosie. Arthur was very finicky. Oh, he loved to sip the soda. And if there was no ice or the cubes were too small, uh, forget it. The whole Thanksgiving was ruined. He'd sit there stewing for 10 minutes. He wouldn't say a word. And then all of a sudden, he blurred out, I don't know why there's no ice in here. How hard is it to make ice? You can't get bigger ice cubes? Whoa, whoa, do I have to bring my own ice? Also, it was a very small apartment for Thanksgiving dinner. My Uncle Leo was always too hot. So goddamn hot in here. Open a window, for Christ's sake. I'm suffocating. How the hell are you supposed to eat? Then he would take his shirt off, and he'd eat in his undershirt. And my mother, who was very busy preparing and serving, she never got to sit down, which bothered my father to no end. Rose, would you sit down, please? Rosie, sit down for Christ's sake. The whole goddamn thing's getting cold. Eat! Don't tell me to eat. Why are you eating that? What? And before you knew it, they'd be screaming at each other. And of course, you know, we just keep eating. <laughs> just another Brooklyn Thanksgiving. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. It's typical. It's total Larry David, and you can tell where he gets his, his comedy from. <laughs> just from his stuff like that, you know, growing up. Yeah. That's gorgeous. And that's people should know that that is actually an animated video, uh, a Funny or Die exclusive that you could check out, obviously, on funnierdie.com or we posted it on laughspin.com as well. So uh, definitely do check out that with the animation. It's, it's, it's even funnier. And with that, we wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving coming up this week uh, before we get into some comedy news. Comedy news. All right. Rory Scovel scores a deal with ABC. What's going on with Rory? This is exciting. Uh, congrats to Rory. Rory is a, a comedian that's really been making a, a name for himself the last five or so years. Um, he, I believe, was bred in L.A. Bred like he's a horse from L.A. Uh, I believe he was from L.A. originally. Uh, went to New York, kind of uh, honed his chops there. Is back in L.A. and is doing very, very well for himself. 
Um, so yeah, he has teamed up with uh, the guy who co-created uh, FX's animated show, Unsupervised. Uh, cool. and, yeah, and he also is uh, a producer and a writer for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So that's a really good pedigree for... Uh, they're doing an ABC show that's it's in development now. It's called Big Children. And this is how it's uh, it's described as uh, Scoville plays an only child in his 30s, forced to live with his parents after they retire and who now act like, quote, big children. So, uh-huh. so that's what that's about. And uh, ABC, I think, is a really good place for him. He's he's a kind of a, an oddball comedian, very kind of understated delivery not your 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 normal run of the mill stand up comic but has found success in uh you know alternative rooms in 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 traditional comedy clubs in colleges in small theaters and he's kind of he you know his comedy he's not a huge huge name but he's obviously uh attractive to uh you know a, a broad audience you know the the alt kids love him and you know, sure. main, mainstream crowds love him too because I mean, he's you can't you can't be that alt if you're if you're gonna do colleges and and uh, and traditional uh, comedy clubs, which he does. And he's he's also he's in two national television ads for one for Nissan and one for Land Rover. Um, so I mean, that might not seem like uh, a thing to mention, but I think it just it just speaks to his uh, you know his likability like he would definitely not be cast you know with those mainstream brands in a national commercial if uh if those directors and those casting agents didn't think you know people would uh, you know embrace him so yeah good for rory cool man and also too you can read the review of uh, rory scoville's rory scoville's comedy album dilation and uh check out his recent appearance on a late late show with craig Fer- ferguson on lastbin.com um, and uh, good luck to good luck to Rory. Great. All right, Keenan Thompson and Lauren Michaels developing a show for NBC. Keenan Thompson, uh, you may remember, is the he's the guy from Good Burger. <laughs> yes, he is. Yes, yeah, he he's is. Never gonna live that fucking shit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no matter how no matter how much he uh, he does, but okay. So they're developing a show for NBC. Is this does this have potential? What do you think? I mean, sure. Why not? It, it you know. I mean, it, sure. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Keenan's, uh, you know, he's proven himself. He's been on SNL for nine years. Uh, he nine, years uh, already? He, nine shit. yeah, nine years, dude. Nine years. Um, you know, so he's he's proven himself. He's become a very integral part of of that cast. And I would say in the next year or so, he's he's gonna, you know, he's gonna skedaddle. Um, so I think this is probably coming in a, at a really good time. Uh, the the pitch, by the way, is so Keenan Thompson would play Keenan Monroe. And by the way, this is such a pet peeve of mine. Why? Like I wh- I know what you're gonna say, and I can't stand it either. Why? Why do they do that? Like either you play a character or you don't. Like like what? Right. If he if he's gonna play himself, then call him Keenan Thompson. Right. Uh, if he's not gonna play himself, don't call him keenan like i don't I, I don't understand the concept of that that's our thing about bill paxton bill paxton is notorious for playing characters named bill oh really <laughs> i fucking i love bill paxton but that he's he's played at least three or four characters named bill yeah, yeah. eugene merman too but i think that uh is more supposed to be funny like i'm pretty sure his his character in uh bob's burgers is gene uh in flight of the concords i think he was 
Gene or Eugene, right? Right, right. And there was there's something else. There's at least one or two other. Th- oh, in uh, Delocated, I think he plays uh, somebody named Eugene. I think I might be wrong, but anyway, that's for that's for humor. Anyway, Thompson would play Keenan Monroe, quote a guy who gives up his New York life and moves to his in-laws' house in the suburbs, where he must contend with three generations of problems. That's according to the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. So this is actually the second. Uh, a few months ago, Lauren Michaels announced that he's working with Seth Meyers and his brother Josh uh, on another family-themed sitcom for NBC. So, um, yeah, Lauren's got two shows now with um, SNL cast members in the works at NBC. Hmm. Nice. All right. So good luck to Keenan. Hopefully that'll that'll work out for him and his character's name Keenan from here on out. Good burger. Uh, Cat Williams has another meltdown on stage. Cat Williams, uh, when we last left him, he was breaking bottles over people's heads at shows, and now he's out from an, he's out of a uh, East Oakland jail cell and getting into a little bit of uh, trouble and 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 uh, having some hijinks again. What's going on with Cat? I, I don't know, dude. I think he needs to. Yeah, like you said, he was allegedly broke a bottle over somebody's head. Uh, they're still investigating. Um, it was out. I think it was outside of a club in East Oakland. So, yeah, he was released. Um, oh, before that, I should mention, he had some crazy meltdown in Denver a few days before that on stage where he, like, came on stage for 10 minutes, babbled, fought, you know, yelled at the audience because they, they were heckling, and he left the stage. So a few days after that, he gets arrested for this bottle incident in East Oakland. Uh, and then when he actually performs in Oakland, uh, and this is the latest, he just, uh, same type of thing. He, <coughs> sorry. He gets on. He he goes on stage late, and uh, you know he he tells a few jokes, and then he starts babbling, and then he leaves, and then he comes back, and uh, you can watch the video, and I've transcribed uh, a, a lot of all all the stuff he was saying. Um, just just ridiculous, ridiculous shit. And like I said, you could watch some of the videos on laughsman.com. But at one at one point, I mean, and just put yourself in this position. He's done this before. You're at a comedy show. You've paid thirty five to a hundred dollars for your ticket, and he comes on stage. He's dressed in a long coat. Uh, he's sweating profusely. He's got a silly winter hat on, like those hats that it's like an owl and it's got the things coming down. He's sweating profusely, sitting on a stool, smoking a cigarette, and starts babbling. My only job as a comedian is to tell the truth. So I tell it as best I can. If they like it, fine. If they don't like it, fine. If they put me in jail, fine. But when I get out, fine. I don't give a fuck what they do. I eat good black pussy. And I read a big black Bible. And I keep a big black pistol next to two big black dogs. And I got some black friends and a black god who I worship. Really? All right. So what do you think is happening? What's drugs? I think he's on drugs and he's just, he's just, you know, I think he's having some problems. You think it's Coke because he's sweating so much? I guess. I don't know. Wow. All right. I just, I just hope he gets some help and, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That sounds like drugs. That (laughs) that definitely sounds like drugs. (laughs) Oof. Wow. Okay. Well, not the first time we've seen a comedian meltdown before, but maybe not quite like this. This is, this is, uh. This is interesting. This is a lot. So, Ugh. all right. Return to us, Cat Williams. You'll be all right one day, <laughs> I guess. Hopefully. All right. Moving on. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien gets to interview Judd Apatow for an hour. 
this is great. This was awesome. I watched a lot of this. This was I, I'm not done with it yet, but it's just fantastic. Conan gets to sit down in a web-only series called Serious Jibber Jabber, and uh, he sits down with Judd Apatow, and they talk for an hour about all kinds of stuff. Apatow's dreams of writing for The Simpsons, um, the culture of comedy show writer rooms, how Apatow broke into the business, and all kinds of stuff. It's just it's just unbelievable, you know. It's, you know, hearing some of the stuff, some of the things um, uh, that Apatow went through. Apatow is probably one of my favorite Apatow movies. Is the Cable Guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, Ben Stiller directed it, but Apatow was one of the producers on it. Yeah. And I fucking love that movie so much. And if you go back and watch that flick, you see a lot of really cool uh, Apatow type things you know influenced in it and it's just it's very it's very very neat and it's very very uh, it's, it's my favorite Jim Carrey movie of all time but in any case uh Conan got to sit down with uh Apatow and uh we have a little clip here and it is a story about Judd and Steve Martin when Judd was 12 years old living in Los Angeles so here you go you know when I was a kid I was driving uh, past his house with my grandma because we knew where he lived and so anytime we went anywhere no matter what direction, we had to drive past Steve Martin's house. And one day, Steve Martin is just in front of his house. So I jumped out of the car and I asked him for his autograph. And he said, I'm sorry, I don't sign autographs at my house, which is a very, you know, if someone came to my house, I'd be calling armed people right. to deal with it. So, but at the time, I didn't know you don't walk up to people at their homes. And he said, no, I don't sign autographs at my house. So I said, well, why don't you sign it in the street? Uh, which was pretty good for 12. Yeah. For 12, not a bad joke. Uh, he said, no, I really, I can't, because then people are going to come all the time. He was very polite. I went home in a rage. I was like, I wanted, I was so mad. And I, I, I wrote this letter to him, you know, dear Steve, you're the funniest man in the world, but you treat your fans like crap. And if I didn't buy all your records and go to all your movies, you wouldn't live in that house. And if you don't send me an apology, I'm going to send your address to Homes of the Stars, and you're going to have tour buses passing by 24 hours a day. Uh, it just this crazy rant, and then I put it in his, his mailbox, like, I know where you live. Uh, so six months later, I get a package, I open it up, it's Cruel Shoes, and inside, and this is 1980, so this is uh, uh, 32 years ago, mm-hmm. it says, uh, to Judd, I'm sorry, I didn't realize I was speaking to the underlined Judd Apatow, <laughs> your friend Steve Martin. You know, it's sad, now that inscription is not funny. You know, if someone sees it now, it's just like, do you know what I mean? Well, I Your fame has ruined that inscription. Well, the anecdote is like my only good anecdote, and I tell it all the time. I always feel bad. He actually told that anecdote. Uh, he co-opted the anecdote and told it uh, on a talk show. Um, so we took a picture mocking that story for Vanity Fair uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is just one of the highlights of my life. That's awesome. Yeah. What a cool story. Very cool. What a cool, what a cool story, but but also very creepy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it was a, it was a different time, I guess, you know, 30, 32 years ago. If that happened now, oh, forget it. Like think about the things Judd wrote, you know, yeah, that he terrible. was going to that he was going to like send his address in and 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 all this other stuff. Like that's I mean, from a 12-year-old, I mean, you know, uh obviously you don't take it that seriously, I guess, but uh if that happens today, uh, I don't know. They're, yeah. they're they're dragging Judd out of the house and bringing him the fucking juvie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's pretty creepy. Um, I would love to hear the the opposite end of that story. I would love to hear Steve's version of that story. I don't know if if that is available anywhere, but I'll 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 look. And if it is, I, I would like to send it to you and have it and have our uh, 
listeners listen to it too because I think that's an interesting story to have hear both sides of you know well he says right in there he says he's he he has told the story he co-opted the story so he must right. have i don't know we'll do a search we'll do a search a- after the show i'm sure he's he's done a version of it in the um you know on the late night circuit cool very very cool all right comedy central uh in its continued efforts to show how much they love jeffrey ross renews his show the burn <laughs> which is awesome i i actually i actually watched it a couple times I liked it. I, did, I really did like it, and, and I like Jeff Ross. I do. It just seems Comedy Central just loves Jeffrey Ross. Yeah, I guess I guess he does well for them. What are your thoughts on the burn? I think it's I think it's great. I I, I really I mean it's hard not to like Jeff Ross, um, and uh, you know I, I like the show. I, I like the fact that it incorporates you know not just you know him roasting things, but it, it incorporates other comedians. So you have. You know, more and more uh, comedy programming is really leaning on this kind of this um, this like village type of, you know, like it takes a village to raise a family. It takes a village to create a comedy show. You know, there's so many shows now where it's it's like so it's Jeff Ross. But then every week it's, you know, one episode. It, I, it was, I think it was like Mark Marin, uh, Russell Peters. Uh, and like two other people, like equally as, as as like Gilbert Gilbert Gottfried. I mean, all these people that you know are are carrying the show. Yeah, um, and, and Jeff forgets he gets he gets people on there like Amy Schumer, Jim Norton. Right, like right. he gets people that you don't usually see on Comedy Central. Uh, you know um, that often in 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 the ways of like like you said like Marin and Norton and those guys. Right, right. So yeah, I mean it's it's a good sh- it's a good show and. Uh, you know, I'm sure it'll go. You know, it'll go the other, the next season. You know, who knows if uh, you know a Comedy Central? If you if you get a, you know two seasons, I mean that's great. Yeah, um, yeah it's, they're because they're they're quick they're quick to uh, pull the trigger to kill you. Yeah. So uh, the new six episode season is going to premiere on January eighth, and uh, we have a few clips online at lastbin.com. So go over there and check those out, especially a, a one where they Ross and company give a a nice roasting to porn star Jenna Jameson. So. This is all about porn and comedy. The porn and comedy fusion of this episode in Turkey is just fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot. Yeah, we like to we like to keep things sexy. Porno, <laughs> speaking of porno, uh, Turner Classic Movies is going to air a ton of newly acquired Johnny Carson footage. <laughs> I don't know why that has. Any- do, do you want to know something? Do you what? do you want to know something? I want to know something. That segue you meant for that segue to be uh, uh, absurdist. Yes, I did. But. Um, so yeah, well, actually, yeah, just go on with this and, and I'll tell you how that, that segue actually is an absurdist. Well, well, Johnny Carson, uh, obviously there's a lot of stuff. Johnny Carson's a hot commodity now or, or right, right about now. They're, they're, uh, they're doing some things, uh, and a biopic on them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had the, the question last, last time about who would play Johnny Carson in a movie. I still don't know. I still don't know what would be a good <laughs> one. Um, but, uh, they have, but apparently, uh, a lot of uh, footage has been found from, and the cable network Turner Classic Movies struck a deal for dozens of vintage Carson interviews uh, with movie and TV stars, including Jimmy Stewart, Gregory Peck, Drew Barrymore, Steve Martin, Elizabeth Taylor, and more. And they haven't been seen since NBC. So, okay, what else you got? I'm sorry. How did the porno <laughs> fit into this? <laughs> if my fucking link worked, one of the one of the interviews. Is him talking to Doris Day, Uh-oh. and they and they end up talking about porn. Really? <laughs> Way to go there, Johnny! All right, buddy. So, um, 
Speaking of biopics, though, did you hear about this uh, new Marvin Gaye biopic that they're filming? No. You know who they got to play Marvin Gaye? Uh, if it's a com- if it's a comedian or a comedy type, I'm gonna be really embarrassed because I should. Like, no, it's I not. I should know. Oh, okay, good. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, Lenny is is it Lenny Kravitz by any chance? It is Lenny Kravitz. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, has he ever acted? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he went out with Lisa Bonet. Does that count? Um. Yeah, sure. 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 So there you go. Lenny Kravitz is going to be Marvin Gaye. That's n- neither here nor there. But uh, yeah. So more footage from Carson, and that'll be coming out. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, the summer, uh, summer. Yeah, they're going to roll it out the summer 2013. What they're doing is they're they're creating ten one hour specials. Uh, oh, cool. And they're, and they're calling it Carson on uh, TCM. Okay. Uh, th- this is going to be it's going to be awesome because it's coming. I mean, these are interviews that, like, you know, I'm not, they're probably not all unseen interviews, but they're they're certainly vintage interviews that have not really uh, been seen or, or you know, curated in any uh, you know quality way. So yeah, they're gonna do um, ten one hour specials, and you know that's gonna turn into you know the DVD box set, and that's gonna have extras. So this is just gonna this is gonna grow and grow. Very good. All right. Cool. Uh, Stephen Colbert gets his own wax statue at Madame Tussauds. Very cool. Very, very cool. Stephen Colbert uh, has has a knack for... Um, excuse me, I got a cough. Stephen Colbert has a knack for uh, getting some some things happen, some interesting things happen. Uh, didn't he get like a... It was like a, like a space station or a satellite named after him or some shit? Yeah, something like that. A, a, glass, like that. a glass dildo, I think. Yeah, yeah, something like something. that. So, so now the next thing that coming aboard is now that he's got his own wax statue at Madame Tussauds' famous wax museum. Uh, what, what did he have to say about this? I got nothing to say about it. You got nothing to say other than it's that, in, it's, just, it's, it's just a fucking statue. It's there. It's in Washington. It's in the Washington D.C. Uh, Madame Tussauds. Okay, so great. and there's a pic. There's a cool picture of it on Laughspin. <laughs> <laughs> you you got nothing to say, but apparently you got a lot to write about it. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm looking at this now. Well, I mean, you know, writing and 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 you know, you know, writing doesn't right. always translate to to audio too well. I could I could read my story to you. After nearly five months no, of work, that's fine. Included- that's fine. Cut it out. <laughs> check out the picture, Stephen Colbert. I'm sure it looks like a very creepy version of him. It does. That's, there you go. <laughs> On, and the pictures on laughsman.com uh and showtime is renewing therapy for its third season i you know i've i've only caught bits and pieces of this because i only, I only had showtime for a little while what what have you watched it what do you get what do you got on this uh i've watched i've watched a few episodes yeah it's good i i, I really i really love lisa gudra i think she's awesome uh she yeah she plays this kind of this um i, I was gonna say self-important but it's not it's more like self-serving therapist and she's she's thrown out the traditional you know you go physically go to a therapist's office and you talk to them for 45 minutes to an hour she's thrown that out and what she does now is she does web only therapy sessions that last three minutes and her her claim is that you get more done in three minutes because you're more focused but really she's just 
you know she's she's trying to sell her ideas to you know for a book and and all this other stuff so uh it's funny and then again uh you know continuing on with the uh it takes a village to build a comedy show because she's a therapist you know dr cat style she's able to incorporate uh some of her comedy friends like david schwimmer's been on and uh, uh glenn close no wait glenn close is that true uh, Lily Tomlin, Lily, well, Lily Tomlin's on it uh, a lot. She's like one of the recurring characters. Who the fuck? Who who's been else? Who else has been on this thing? Um, past uh, guest stars, uh, past people like Conan O'Brien. Oh right, right, right. Selma Blair. These people. Right. In uh, and I know Matt LeBlanc is going to be on uh, the third season. So again, so it's you know it, it it's got a through line and it's and it's and it's got good writing, but it's also got kind of the, those novel aspects where you throw in a guest star and, and people are kind of happy just to see a familiar face have you were you a fan of the comeback i never watched the comeback the comeback is like I, to, to me the comeback was like a female um version of uh kirby enthusiasm it was very uncomfortable to watch and it was oh, really in that awesome way in that awesome, awesome way, and it made me respect Lee Scudero a lot more. So I, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to to get un- involved in uh, in therapy. <laughs> that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. Uh, the show therapy. I'm going to get web gonna therapy get involved with. So uh, and because it, it's it, it, Lisa Kudrow is uh, she's very very funny, and I don't think gets enough credit for what she does. No, she totally doesn't. All right, before we head out, we got a couple of things to look out for. Uh, the and the the one the one main thing is uh, Kyle Kinane's one hour special Whiskey Icarus premieres on Comedy Central Saturday November twenty fourth, eleven p.m. and we do have a clip, uh, called Living Alone that we'd like to play for you right now. I'm thirty five. I just got my own place. Took a while. <laughs> Some people my age are astronauts. <laughs> I don't know if I got my own place because it's like I'm 30, like that's what I, like it was the pressures of, of like societal pressure. Like that's what you do. You're 35, you're a grown man. You live by yourself and you're an independent man. You live by yourself. You start drinking scotch instead of crappy beer and you switch back to briefs. That's what you do because you're a grown man and that's what grown men do. Or if I got my own place because I realize I'm about to get the type of weird that I can't even have people witness on accident anymore. <laughs> Things are about to get strange and I'm going to need some solitude. For that. And I think it's much more that. It's, it's not so much like, I'm going to pay my bills on time and read more books. It's much more like, Twizzlers look like they fit in buttholes. And I cannot have somebody walking into the laboratory when Dr. Kyle is conducting his experiments. It's this corkscrew shape. Lick them and stick them, fellas. Find out about your bodies. It's 2012. It's not gay. It's about loving yourself. It's okay. Loneliness is a subjective term, you know, it's, it's different for everybody, man, you're cast away on an island, there's nobody around, that's lonely, you know, but it could also mean you lack the simple courage to be able to say hello to somebody sitting next to you on a bus, that's lonely too, you know, for me, I can define loneliness, I can just hone it in as the very moment that I realized that I had forgotten I was masturbating <laughs> at a motel in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's it. That's the point. That's what I remember. Just, it's not even sexual anymore. It's just like an aggressive shooing away of a nuisance at this point. So, like, come on, get out of here. 
It's like I'm taking a broom to get raccoons off the porch. Like, come on, come on, just, yeah, come on, yeah. I understand now why a dog can hump something but still look right at you. Like, I understand that when you see a dog, it's like, what, this feels good and you're my buddy. What's, why? You're the one making it weird. What? Why? All right, there you go. Kyle Kinane's one-hour special, Whiskey Icarus, premieres on Comedy Central Saturday, November 24th, 11 p.m. Kyle Kinane, he's he's good. I like his delivery. He's got a very cool delivery. He's great. Yeah. Um, what else? What else is going on, man? Any 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 cool movies at all coming out this? No, you know I you know but before uh, a few hours ago I I, I I checked, and there's there's really there's really no good uh, comedies uh, coming out. But I want to throw this out to our listeners. Yeah. If, if, any, if anybody has seen, it's not a comedy, but it, I watched the comedy the other day on demand with Tim Heidecker. It's certainly not a comedy. Uh, but I can't find any good, like, uh, comments, uh, comment sections on websites that, you know, discuss the movie in any kind of unsuperficial way. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for people, so I don't want to, like... You talk know, about like, it too much. Yeah, that's fine. I, I, right. I don't want to talk about it too much, but like, if anybody has seen it and wants to talk about it, can you drop me a, a, a tweet? Sure. Sounds good. That sounds good. And it's called The Comedy? It's called The Comedy, yeah. And it stars who again? Tim, Heide- Tim Heidecker of uh, Tim and Eric fame. Tim Heidecker. Okay, cool. So if you've seen it and uh, you want to comment on it, please give Dylan a shout and he will... He, will, he would love to hear from you. Speaking of which, Dylan, give all the plugs, please. Let's get out of here. Hey guys, you can find us on Twitter at LaughSpin.com. We're on Pinterest if you like funny photos or or your comedy news in, in graphic form. We're on the we're on the Instagram. If you go to Instagram.com slash LaughSpin, you can go there. Follow us on your mobile phone. We're on the Tumblr and we're on the Facebook. And you can email me at Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N, at LaughSpin.com. And, of course, you can hear us if you're hearing us on iTunes. Thank you. Leave a uh, rating and review. We'd love it. Also, the Stitcher mobile app is uh, is a lot of fun and is a great way to put some favorite comedy, uh, favorite com- comedians as well as favorite uh, podcasts that you have all in one spot. Uh, and you can hear me also on the Masters of None podcast, mastersofnone.com. Appreciate those who have... Uh, crossed over and listened to both. It's 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 noticeable. We appreciate it. It's it's really really great. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, buddy. Well, we will uh, we will see you next week. You have a nice Thanksgiving with your family. You too, buddy. Thanks, pal. Kill the rich. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Lastbin.com. Lastbin podcast. See you. <laughs>